Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. It is Saturday for us, and hopefully you have had a wonderful week. We've had an okay week. It's been good. It's been a good week. Been a good week. Had my coffee this morning. Got a swim. Got a swim. It's a little cold. Nippy. I cannot, I cannot jump. I cannot wade in. I have to just like do it all at once and jump in. So it's a little cold, but still very invigorating. Invigorating. It does feel a little icy like a penguin plunge. All right. We want to give a quick shout out to Huntersville, North Carolina. All right. Huntersville. We looked you up and you are close to Charlotte. So thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. We so love it when we see those new cities pop up or those new countries. Encouraging. Very encouraging. Very encouraging. We are in 25 countries right now. Did you know that? Woo! Whoop, 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 whoop. So that's quite exciting. Quite exciting. And we are in 436, I think, different cities. That's pretty cool. Pretty exciting. All right. If you'd like to check us out, graceintheshadowsor.org, you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org, or you can text or call 251-244-4645. Check out our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. I really got to work on that store. I I found some really cool wall art that I've added, but I haven't like tagged it and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, just keep, keep a look on it. Eventually I'll have time and ha ha ha. We'll add some more things in. And the proceeds go to mission. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Our dream is, and if you, you know, if you want to partner with us, we're really praying about this. We want to eventually set up a nonprofit. Correct. And we want to create some places where, kind of like Airbnb, but it'll be free or discounted for um, ministers and teachers and evangelists. evangelists. Yeah. So Missionary. we, yeah, we were thinking about, I was praying about it the other day. Teachers. And yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the teacher thing. Um, That's kind of new. Yeah, it is new. And kinda, it's kind of evolved. It is. I actually work at Hartwell University, which Woo-hoo. one of these days is a Christian college, is a teacher college. One of these days, we've got to have some people on there from on on here from there mm-hmm. to talk about Hartwell. But go Hartwell. Yes, um, we have students that are preparing to be teachers. And my big thing with them is, you know, we've got to learn how to overcome burnout before we even start. And so many of them have, have talked about the burnout that we see in teachers. So we've kind of thrown them in. And so, you know, if you have a property that, you know, you would like for us to use for this, we would manage it. Um, if you feel led to, you know, donate or jump on board with us, if you know how to set up a nonprofit, yeah. please. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. And it just, but most importantly, pray for this because this is exciting. There are places that, you know, these people can go that are burnout or displaced or things like that. There are places they can go that have, they have like retreats for like weeks or a month or something like that. But, you know, sometimes you just need a short term. Short term. So we're looking for, we're looking for places like that. Anyway. Okay. Enough about that. You can also uh, click in our show notes to be a supporter 
of our podcast and ministry. Finally, consider joining, uh, consider using Covenant Eyes, which is a porn blocker. And if you click on the link in our show notes and use the promo code GRACE1998, you will get one month free. Yeah. All right, Dr. J, do you have some cool facts for us today? Yeah. Lobsters taste with their feet. <laughs> Tiny bristles inside a lobster's little pinchers are the equivalent to human taste buds. I'm sorry. I'm not going to taste with my feet. That's disgusting. Probably their feet are cleaner than yeah. ours, though, because they're in the ocean. But uh, they're, they're so tasty. I'm not a huge lobster fan. Oh, I know you on. are. Crack I really, it's, it's too much work. That oh, and crab legs. Delicious. No, you can have it. Mm. You can have it. Yeah. Three Musketeer bars got their name because they used to come with three flavors. Oh. The original Three Musketeer bars of the 1930s came in three packs with um, a vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Ooh. World War II uh, rations, rations <laughs> made the triple threat expensive, so the company cut down to one. You know, it has been years since I've had a Three Musketeer bar. Do you like them? I used to. I'm not big on them anymore. I just like yeah. regular chocolate, like dark chocolate. Well, healthier for you. Well, yeah, dark chocolate is yeah. much better Eat for like you. Like the whole pack of them. Yeah. No, that's probably not great. Three Musketeers. They got that little marshmallow nougat. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to pick up one day and maybe split it. Before toilet paper was invented. Oh, no. Americans used to use corn cobs. I knew you were going to say that's that. That's pretty disgusting. Well, they use corn cobs. They also use like newspaper and magazines. <laughs> uh. I'm so glad we have toilet paper. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Well, let's see. We have one more. One more. Blue whale tongues can weigh as much as an elephant. A tongue? A tongue. Oh, the blue whale. Yes. Can weigh as much as an elephant. Yes. Wow. I would love to see a a whale. We need to like do a whale watching thing someday. We can. That would be cool. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about grief. Ooh, good grief. Good grief. That is a, a very heavy subject and a subject that Affects many people. Yeah. I mean, you know, most of the population, I'm sure, has experienced grief at some point. You know, grief can affect us in many ways. It it can affect us for the changes in life. True. Affect us when kids go off to college or get married. It can affect us as we get older. Mm -hmm. I think grief does not have to always be with death, although that is probably the, the main scenario that we associate grief with. And grief can also be involved when we lose a pet. Yes, that's 100% true. Yeah. yeah. There's five stages of grief. Okay. There's the first one's usually denial. Yeah, true. Uh, the second one is bargaining. Mm-hmm. The third is depression. Mm-hmm. Fourth is anger. And then it's acceptance is the last one. Right. And sometimes those can go on and on for a while. Yes. And, and I'm sure you'll talk about this, but, you know, don't ever let anybody tell you what stage of grief you should be in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or everything's going to be okay. Or, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But I do want to take a look at several examples in the Bible okay. of people who suffered grief. And the number one was Job. Yes. And we've talked about him before. He really experienced a lot of grief. He struggled with a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, Job lost uh, his children. Yes. Ten children died in a terrible accident. Mm. Um, 
And we see Job in, in the book of Job is devastated by their deaths, tears his clothes in mourning, mm-hmm. sackcloth mm-hmm. Um, in, in grief. Job's physical suffering, he lost, uh, not only did he lose his children and his wealth, mm-hmm. he was afflicted painful sores all over his body, probably mm-hmm. tumors. Yeah. Constant pain and uh, begs for relief. Yeah, God had allowed Satan to do anything to Job except kill him. Um, and so he that that happened. I mean, he he and even even his wife told him to curse God and die. Um, cuz mm-hmm. God let Satan leave his wife and his wife did not give the best advice. That Neither happen. did his friends. No. No. Uh, Job's emotional suffering, uh, we you can if you read the book of Job, you can find that throughout the whole book. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, about injustice, despair, and grief. Yes. Fairness. He questions God's fairness, and mm-hmm. he wondered why this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his his buddies, as you mentioned, uh, three friends, friends like that, who needs enemies? True, true. Uh, yeah. They thought that he had sinned and done something evil, and God was punishing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lo and behold, as you read the book of Job, uh, God does end up healing him. Yes, he does. And blessing him. Yes, he does. With more than he had at the beginning. Yeah. And kids and a mm-hmm. family and mm-hmm. um, more. I mean, he was more wealthy than he, he ever had been. So, yeah, Job is a really, if you're facing, you know, a suffering. really suffering, Job is a really good book to read. Um, it, it just shows you a lot. It's the oldest book in the Bible, right? It is the oldest book in the Bible. And, and Job... Really, he didn't do anything wrong. He was righteous. Yes. Uh, according to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really don't know for sure the reason God allowed it. I, mm-hmm. I have speculation. I think it was to show Job's true faith. Mm-hmm. It's through trials that God shows that we're truly in the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't lose his faith. He sure came close, though. He did. And yeah. it's such a good example for us to read as well. Yeah. Well, the second person, and I know I didn't do that justice, but uh, you go back and probably study for the rest of the year yes. on Job. Yes, but uh, I want, do want to go on to David. Oh, wow. Yes. King David. Mm-hmm. David had a lot of grief. He had some low points. He really did. He was a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing he grieved was the death of an infant. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone can comprehend the death of a of a child no and and we have had friends that um have had the death of a child and it's just it's heartbreaking to see um because you always think that you're going to outlive your children but when you know you're the one outliving them it when they die it, it it's very sad very sad they yeah you know, and he had also some of this was a consequence of his sin, right? With Bathsheba, yeah. Um, yes, we know David was fasting and praying for his son and crying, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. As, after his son died, seven days after his son died, mm-hmm. he started jumping up and down, dancing, wanting to eat, and the people thought he was weird. He said, "What in the world happened to you? Is he gone crazy?" Right, and he said, "No, he won't come to me, but I will go to him." And I love that because that shows you that, you know, if you have a child, a baby, 
child uh, that dies, you're going to see them again in heaven someday. Amen. And and I love that God put that in there and had that story in there so we can see it. So he was grieving and, and the sackcloth and everything like that before the baby died because he was really hoping that God would heal the child. But, well, God did God ultimately did. heal the yeah. child. Yeah. So the deaths of the older sons, uh, Abnon, Abnon and Absalom. Okay. Yes. Uh, Abnon was killed by Absalom. Uh, you have total family dysfunction. David's mm-hmm. family, man, it gives everybody hope. True. <laughs> uh, and Absalom was later killed in battle. Right. And David mourned deeply for both. Is he the one that got his hair got stuck in the tree? Absalom had some really thick hair. Yeah. And uh, from my understanding, he was a good looking feller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a feller. Feller. And he got stuck in a tree. His You've hair got South stuck in a tree. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, they, they killed him. Right. Yeah. A death of his friend, Jonathan. Oh, yes. His I best that. friend. That's a great name. It is a great name. Oh, that's your name. Yes. <laughs> so David really understood grief. He did. Grief of a child, grief uh-huh. of sin, grief of uh, uh, another child, two other yeah. children, grief right. of his best friend. Yep. Yep. And death of his mentor. Do you remember his mentor? Uh, Samuel. Samuel. Yes. The one who anointed him king. Right. And, and David mourned over, over his death, too. And I'm sure, well, you know, his father had to die at some point, his mother. So I'm sure he, he mourned over them as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And he wrote several Psalms about his grief. Psalm 6, mm-hmm. Psalm 31, Psalm 51. Oh, okay. Yeah. So check those out. Yeah. Um, it's a good, it's good, you know, when you're grieving, anytime you're facing any kind of trouble, you can find something in the Bible that can lift you up and help you through that. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So many good topics that you can find verses for in the Bible. Then there's Naomi, Ruth, mm-hmm. Ruth's mother-in-law. Yes. She suffered some grief. She did. Do you she remember really what happened? Did. Yeah. Her husband died and then both her sons died. And mm-hmm. uh, so she was left a widow along with her two daughter-in-laws. And so she went to them and, you know, back in the, in, in this time, if you became a widow, normally you would marry another brother. But Naomi was like, you know, no one you left. Gonna, right. She's like, are you going to wait for me to marry and have more kids? Cause I'm really kind of past that and um, have more sons. And so she basically set them free mm-hmm. so she could go back to her original home. Um, and then one or Orpa yeah, decided, Orpa. yeah, mm-hmm. she decided to Kinda like Orca. Or Oprah. I think Oprah's name was supposed to be Orpah, but then they didn't. Yeah. But anyway, that's another story for another day. But but Ruth said, no, I'm Mm -hmm. going to stay with you and I'm going to be your daughter. And so they went back to Naomi's original home. um, And but during all of that mourning, both of her sons and her husband, I know, was just just awful. And she ends up connecting with Boaz. That was a relative. Right. Right. They end up getting married, Ruth and Boaz. Yes. And Naomi will be blessed with grandchildren from that. Yes. And the line of, of the Jesus. The line of Jesus. Came uh, from Ruth that. and Boaz are in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So cool. So the fact that Ruth stayed with her and honored her turned into a huge blessing for us through, you know, the line of, of Jesus. 
And it just shows how God truly can take a mess turn to a message. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hannah. Mm. Hannah is a figure mm-hmm. in the Bible, in the Old Testament. Right. Known for her grief and longing to have a child. Yeah. So she was not grieving for a death because of a death, rather. She was grieving because she could not have a baby. And, you know, there are a lot of couples that decide not to have children. Mm-hmm. But in the Bible days, you were really looked down upon as a woman if you could not have a child. Yes. Um, And she was really looked down upon and she wanted so badly to have a baby. And she prayed and years went by before she conceived. And God blessed him to be a a, a prophet. Yes. Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. He we just talked about who was a mentor with uh, David. Yeah. Finally, I mean, there's a lot more. Right. uh, for time, uh, Lazarus. Oh, yes. Lazarus. Mary and Martha and Jesus and mm-hmm. Lazarus. Yes. They were all good friends. They were very good friends. Uh, Jesus was in their house a lot. Bethany, they were quite wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus kind of hung out there for yeah. uh, quite a while. Absolutely, he did. Yeah. But in this, we see in chapter 11 of the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. Lazarus, a close friend of Jesus, died and was buried. Right. For four days. He, he matter of fact, by the time Jesus got there, he stunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, seeing Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, come out to Jesus weeping and mourning and weeping. Yes. Weep. Yes. They said, if you would have been here, our brother would have lived. Right. Yeah. Mar- Martha really let him have it. She mm-hmm. just really told him what she thought. And, you know, he didn't really rebuke her. He listened to her. And I think that we can take a lot from that. We don't need I to agree. have answers no. when there's death or no. someone's grieving. We don't have to have a, a reason or give a reason. Mm-hmm. We just be there and listen. Right. And it said he wept. He mm-hmm. wept with them. He mm-hmm. cried with them. Right. So just to insert you the, to your comment that you just said, yeah. you know, you and I both have, have lost parents. I lost my mom. You lost both your mom and your father mm-hmm. different times. and. Through those situations, you hear some things, you know, you hear, oh, well, she's better off or he's mm-hmm. better off. And yes, granted, they are. Maybe you know, true. Maybe, maybe you true. Know, thankfully, you know, my mom, I, my mom loved Jesus and I know that she's better off. But does that make it easier? Me- yeah. No, it does not make. Yeah. Oh, now she's an angel in heaven watching over you. No, well, that's not even theological. No, no, no. So many people told me that. Um you know, and there's so many cliche things that people say, but just like you said, like Jesus, Jesus listened to Martha and cried with her. And when you have somebody in your life that has experienced a loss, please do not say cliche things. Just go sit with them. Listen to them. Bring them water. Bring them a drink. Right. I mean, minister to them. They're going to remember that. They're not going to remember what you said. Yeah. Because, I, you know. They're in shock. Right. They're going to remember that you were there with them. So that's so much better than trying to say cliche, trite things that are going to fall by the wayside. And some cliches are correct. True. But But sometimes there's, there's a time to talk and a time not to. Yeah, when someone is grieving, they just need they need a hug. 
they need ministry. They need food. They need mm-hmm. drink, like you said. They and, need rest. Yeah, rest. They and, need love. And they need somebody to be there to help provide those things. Well, and that's a good suggestion. So here's some approaches to this. Awesome. Uh, acknowledge and validate feelings. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you said, without judgment and pressure. Right. Clichés. Yeah. Provide support. Listening, yes. cleaning, cooking, mm-hmm. emotional support. Uh, be present. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, take them out to a movie or something. Or, right. Or, or, Dinner. Or, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Encourage self-care. Yes. Yes. Uh, coping strategy. Exercise. Get enough sleep. Self-compassion. Grief support groups. I know yes. that after my mom died, I went to a grief support group and it was really helpful. Now, that's not for everybody. But counseling or support groups or things like that might be a help mm-hmm. to you because then you can be with other people that have experienced loss. Um, so consider doing something like that. Understand the five stages of grief. I don't want to go into that because I've already talked about it, but mm-hmm. understand, do some study on that and, and be aware of it. There is a book, Good Grief. It's called Good Grief. I forget who wrote it. It's good. Yeah. Good yeah. Grief. So check that. We'll have to put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Adjust the change. Mm-hmm. Grief can prompt changes in different areas, uh, work, relationships, identity. Mm-hmm. And make changes uh, as needed. Absolutely. Good Grief is by Granger E. Westberg. So yep. check it's check that one. book out. And yep. Amazon has it. So check that out. Consider counseling therapy mm-hmm. and encourage healing rituals, coping mechanisms. Maybe mm-hmm. have a m- memory box, planting a tree, oh, I like that. Um, yeah. journaling, art, music. Right. That's all good stuff. Well, and sometimes like the anniversary of their death comes up or their birthday or something like that, you know, you could make something special for them or do something special in their honor. Holidays, when you first have that first Thanksgiving, first Christmas, it's always tough. Try to do something different or in honor of them on those those holidays. But remember something that God can indeed, and he does, even Mm -hmm. with grief, take a mess turn into a message for his glory for your good absolutely so take your grief to him and he will be there with you but most importantly do make sure that you are his that he is your personal lord and savior and uh, because if he is your personal lord and savior he will be right there with you the whole way you're going through this grief and if you're not a christian it's very simple you know, you just accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. You tell him you're sorry for your sins. You believe that he died on the cross and he rose again and you give your life to him and he will never leave you or forsake you. And that's good stuff. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Yes.